0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1832. What I've Learned from My 100-Year-Old Father, by Kathy Robinson of AthenaWellness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Happy Monday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs. And we have lots of shows covering a bunch of topics, Just search for Optimal Living Daily in any podcast app to find them. And with that, I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. What I've Learned from My 100-Year-Old Father by Kathy Robinson of AthenaWellness.com My father was born in 1922. Five days ago, he turned 100 years old. When my mother passed a few years back, he decided it was time to sell his home and move into an unassisted living facility. Aside from some industrial deafness and impaired sight from macular degeneration, he is remarkably spry in both mind and body, and strong in spirit. He can easily pass for someone 20 years his junior. When the pandemic hit, he was locked down in his studio apartment for the better part of 15 months. We connected by video calls and behind-the-glass visits, him standing inside the facility hallway, me standing on a walkway outside. Homemade food was dropped off for each 2020 holiday that we missed celebrating together, including his 99th birthday. In those first few scary months, we got the news that he tested positive for coronavirus, which was raging through assisted living facilities in the New York and New Jersey area. He was further quarantined in the facility's hospital wing even though he was completely asymptomatic. Remarkably, he remained asymptomatic for the duration of his mandated quarantine, walking back to his apartment while the residents lined the hall and cheered his return. So many others were not so lucky. How is it possible for a then 98-year-old man to have caught the virus with no ill effects? And how does a now 100-year-old man keep himself looking so young. We can rule out genes. His father died when he was in his 50s and his mother died when she was in her 40s. His two older siblings died in their 80s. Since I'm not a medical doctor, I can't even venture a guess as to why he was not physically impacted. But as his child, here is what I've observed that I believe has added to his overall longevity and ongoing vitality. 1. Moderation Perhaps it was due to growing up during the Depression years, but I cannot recall ever seeing my dad overindulging. He's a three square meals a day kind of guy, favoring whole natural foods and portion sizes from last century. No supersize or processed and fast food for him. During his working years, he allowed himself one shot of scotch with water over ice while watching the 10 p.m. news. He lost his taste for most alcohol when he reached his 90s. His vice these days is chocolate, one or two squares per night. Two, disciplined activity. Pre-pandemic, my father walked down to his meals three times a day, to his afternoon activities, and welcomed visits from his kids, grandkids, and great-grandkids. He's a little more sedentary these days, but is still an early riser and is showered, shaved, his full head of hair combed and dressed before breakfast. A World War II Navy man, his room is always tidy and his bed made. Three, ease. My father is a quiet man and allows things to evolve naturally, whether it's the easy listening music he enjoys or the grace with which he moved his body, on the gym mat as a state champion gymnast, gliding across the floor when he danced with my mom, doing a backflip off a diving board, throwing a bowling ball, or spontaneously climbing a rock climbing wall when he was on vacation well into his 80s just to show he still had it. It was with that same ease that he settled into his new life when he moved to the retirement home. Four, learning and engaging. Dad keeps busy. My sister was able to teach him to video chat while in quarantine so he can keep up with family activities. He reads as much as his aging eyes allow. He also recently discovered YouTube and is now a subscriber. He's able to search and watch his favorite big bands from the 1940s, remembering every drummer, guitar player, singer, and band leader, He can recall the places like the Savoy Ballroom and the Paramount Theater in New York City where he saw them all. And pre-pandemic, he gave monthly talks to the other residents, playing his mix CDs on a boombox and sharing some of the history. And five, reflection and connection. He's had time to pause in the four plus years since my mom passed, reliving the memories and reflecting back on his life. He's processed regret and felt gratitude which has led to an increased capacity to express love and appreciation for his kids, extended family, and his new friends. He has witnessed a century of world events, inventions, and social change. He's lived through the Great Depression and World War II, witnessed globalization, population explosion, social changes, space exploration. Inventions in his lifetime include talking movies, household refrigeration, washing machines, air travel, nuclear power, microwave ovens, computers, the internet, cellular technology, just to name a few. He has seen every aspect of life change repeatedly. He has lived through lean times and easier ones. He has learned to roll with the seasonality of life. The week before his birthday, I sat down and asked him a series of questions on how he's kept so well. What's the secret to his longevity? He didn't have an answer. He thought when he retired at 65, that he'd have 5, maybe 10 years to enjoy his leisure time. That was 35 years ago. I believe that his lifelong habits and mindset put him in the best position to keep his immune system strong, to keep himself healthy, and to age with beautiful grace. He's still young at heart. What an example to set for his kids, grandkids, and great-grandkids. And I'll never forget how thrilled we all were as the family gathered on Sunday to enjoy dinner, raise a glass, and celebrate a man we are honored to call our dad. You just listened to the post titled, What I've Learned From My 100-Year-Old Father, by Kathy Robinson of AthenaWellness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform Dr. Neal here for my commentary. Wow, such an inspirational story. I appreciated how modest today's author, Kathy, was, admitting that she wants to stay in her lane and not make incorrect assumptions about why her father has lived to see his 100th birthday. When we look at the published research, we find that Kathy's guesses as to why her father has lived such a long and healthy life are in fact correct. We find that moderation in most things food related. Keeping your body moving, managing stress, and staying socially and mentally engaged are some of the most important behaviors when it comes to living a long and healthy life. So, Kathy, you were absolutely right. Okay, that'll do it from me for today. I hope you're having a great start to your week, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.